Welcome to the Captain's Run with the great Cameron Smith. Call 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. And also, welcome. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Make sure to subscribe to the Captain's Run on all good apps that uh, deliver podcasts to your phone. Uh, and also, give us a follow at SEN League on Instagram and TikTok at Captain's Run NRL on Twitter. The great Smithers. How you been, brother? Kempi, going good, mate. Uh, another great round of footy, of course. Um, one week closer to State of Origin as well. Not far yeah. away now. We're only, what, five days away from both teams being named. Wow. So pretty keen to see what our listeners think about you know, possible lineups, maybe, for both the Blues and the Maroons for game one in Adelaide, of course. Um, coaches being sacked, coaches re-signing. It's all happening. It is all happening. i tell you what else is happening as well. Last yes. week, uh, we had a beautiful view. No mm. offense, Tommy, but the view is nowhere near as good. <laughs> just got to say it. I just got to say Come it. Come on, Tom. Tom, Tom. On got to work on that. <laughs> what, what's, what's happening with schnitz, Tommy? Anything? Something? <laughs> oh, wow. Once again, we are brokenhearted to start oh. the show. But let's get into the huge news over the last few days. St. George, St. George Illawarra Dragons that sack Anthony Griffin. Dragons confirmed yesterday that club has decided to part ways with Anthony Griffin. Griffin. Griffin was off contract at the end of this season and was told he would have to reapply for his job in 24. Since he joined the club in 2021, the Dragons have won 22 matches from 58 at a winning rate of 38%. First of all, Smithy, thoughts on the whole situation? Well, this has just been bumbling along all season, hasn't it, Kempi? I think we've we've mentioned this sort of or spoken about this topic on most of our shows throughout the year. I personally thought that um, Anthony Griffin would have seen the year out uh, before they made some decisions on, on 2024. By by everything we're seeing now, and, and they're talking about, you know, he can reapply. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to, if he reapplies, I don't think, you know, he'll be reappointed. In fairness, I don't think he, he will reapply after being sacked sort of halfway through 2023. Uh, but a bit going on. So I guess now, at least, at least for the club, the fans, and particularly the players, it's now done. Mm. So instead of this this unknown, they were sort of living week by week, or result by result mm. each game that they played. Whether Hook was going to be around for you know the, the the following game, at least now they know. Okay, the decision's been made. Anthony Griffin has now moved on. They have interim coach Ryan Carr taking care of them, and he's made some big changes. He's made changes straight up. He's put Lomax and Jacob Little back in the footy side, who haven't played over the last, what, fortnight for the Dragons. So he's made changes straight up. Um, at least now they can get on with the rest of this season and, and concentrate on trying to finish as strong strongly as they can. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a double-edged sword because I do – I guess, feel, I understand the timing of it in regards to it probably was time to part ways. Uh, you know, I think it was just going to get worse and worse for the Dragons. Mm. But in Hook's defense, and I'm, I, as I said, I'm of the mind there's a lot of things that Hook's decisions he made in regards to game plans or selections that I personally disagreed with. But in Hook's defense, I do think he's been handled really poorly here. You know, to roll mm. into training at 8 o'clock in the morning, to get told that, oh, by the way, you sucked, um, we're parting ways. <laughs> Then to send the players out there at 8.30 to do media and just the whole thing was handled a bit strangely in my opinion. I think that why not get in there earlier or have a board meeting later at night or delay it a day if you have to. I just think that, 
it is a reflection of you can blame you can put blame on Hook. No denying mm. that. You can do yes. that. But I do think that not only is this an example of how poorly the club is being run right now, mm. um, th- there has to be blame put on the club as well for being in this situation. Like, if you wanted to say Hook's the only reason the Dragons are struggling, just look at how they handled even the sacking of Hook yeah. to see how they're leading this club. And as you know, Smithy, winning starts in the front office. Well, you would think you would think that that would have been done differently. Hey, like instead of bringing him into training, like the the media knew that they, they were sniffing around. There was cameras everywhere at the front. The, yeah, there was a little sniff the, the evening before. I think there was. There was mention that it was possibly happening that following day. Mm. Why why did they not meet somewhere that night and inform Anthony Griffin that he was his services were no longer needed? And then someone from possibly I don't know. Let's just toss up CEO Ryan Webb why would he not then front the media yep as the head of the club the the, the boss of of the organization to say listen this is this is the decision we've made as a, as an organization um you know we've decided that it's it's time to move forward without Anthony Griffin as the coach um we've got an interim coach taking care of the team for the rip for the remainder of this season and as you are aware um you know we've um we'll, we'll be interviewing yeah, potential candidates for the job moving forward. I, I don't understand how you know you you sort of you, you're hanging the coach you've just sacked out to dry. He's got to drive past a a, a scrum of media cameras, um, and then you just roll your players out to, to to answer questions that really, you know, it's it's not, it's not their job to do that. It's their job to go and play football and try and get results. Yeah, mate. Like Hooks, are, he's a big boy, and he he understands the beast. He understands how it all works. He understands the brutal nature of being a head coach. Mm. But I just didn't think there was much humanity in essentially the leak getting out. So the media's all there waiting, and this poor bloke has to walk out of the the change rooms for essentially his last time and get photographed driving out. It's like mm. I'm all for strong decisions, but I think strong decisions with empathy can go a long way to sending good messages to the rest of the club. And I. I I don't know. I just saw that it wasn't handled the best. Even though I agree it probably it not probably I agree it was time to part ways. I just yep. don't think it was handled the best. Now, in regards to uh the CEO, he actually had some things to say yesterday with uh the great Fletch. Ryan, do any of the current players in the top 30 have a clause in their contract that if Anthony Griffin is let go that they they can get out of their contract? No, 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 we've got no clauses, anything like that one. Okay. Yeah, I can see where the, the question's coming from. I think at the at the root of it, Ben wants success. He yeah. wants to win. Um, he's you know, not coming to the point in. He's got a few years left in him, but yeah, you know, he wants success. So he he doesn't want to have to spend a lot of time you know building something back up. Are you worried that Ben Hunt might want to get out of his Dragons contract? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I don't think. Um, no, in short, no. There it is. Uh, it's an in- interesting situation. I mean, Smithy, I, I mean, I played a bit of with uh, Dozer, the great Dozer, when he was coming through, but obviously you've yep. had a lot to do with him in Origin Camp. Yep. Where, where do you reckon this sits? Do you think Dozer's the kind of guy that would, would leave a contract early? No, I don't think so. It doesn't strike me as the type of person that would break a contract, but you just you don't know the situation down there at the moment, can't be really. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, we, it's easy for us to comment and and form opinions from where we are looking from afar. But, you know, without knowing exactly what's going on down there and, and, you know, we just spoke about how 
we felt as though you know the treatment for Anthony Griffin could have been handled a lot differently. So you can only sort of imagine the way Ben Hunt's feeling as the skipper of the club, a guy that was fairly close to to Hook. Um, but at the end of the day, as you know, the CEO just spoke about you know Benny Hunt's got a contract there. He's he signed until the end of twenty five, I think it is. So it's another couple of seasons plus the remainder of this one. Um, look, I'd like to think that he he would see that out. But as we we know, particularly with the with the modern day game and, and the modern contract, if if players want out, they they can break it quite easily. It's very different to the back in the day where you know you, you had to see your contract out, and we're, we're seeing players break contract all the time every season. But uh, I, I I I cannot I can't see him doing it, mate. Particularly if particularly you know if they appoint someone that you know is is high quality coach. Um, and and he feels as though he can they can make a positive difference to the dragons and move forward. So, um, oh, I don't see him. I don't see him moving at all. I think the Ben Hunt situation. It's got a lot about it because there could even be, and this is super speculation. There's no nothing to suggest is the case. But there's a world where do the dragons say, you know what, we're in a complete rebuild, mm-hmm. Benny. We understand you don't want to re- rebuild everything because by the halfway time you get through it, your contract's up and you may or may not be retiring. I, I think there's potential where they could mutually, because that's a big part of their cap, and yes. they could go, all right, you know, Amon, Sullivan are our future. Yep. Let's go out in the market and get potentially more future and build towards the next five years, similar-ish to what the Bulldogs have done yep. uh, in regards to their roster, similar to what Penrith done. You know, Broncos, we're seeing a bit of the, the fruits of a few years ago, players probably playing a year or two early. Yep. So I do wonder whether the Dragons consider that possibility of going, is there a mutual way to part where we just build towards the future? Well, you know what, mate? Like that, that, that might, the, the, new coach, the, the, the new coach that they appoint may play a huge part in that. Mm. So whoever, whoever they get, and there's a few, there's some, let's just toss up some possible names for um, – the replacement down there. So obviously Jason Rolls has been thrown around. His name has been um, strongly connected with the Dragons. Uh, ben Hornby, of course, former Dragons player. Shane Flanagan, uh, Des Hasler, uh, Michael Checker as well, and Dean Young, another former Dragons uh, player, one of, one of the club legends actually um, at the Dragons. So depending on, on who they go for, like they may have a big say in the future of or, or, or where Ben Hunt is, like particularly if he he's thinking, oh look, I I don't want to go through a complete rebuild. Um, the coach may say, yeah, no worries, mate. Completely understand. If if you don't want to be here, then that's fine. Um, we can come to some sort of agreement where you know you move on. Or does the new coach go, no, Benny, I'm going to build I'm going to build this team around you. I I need you mm. moving forward, and I and I think we can we can be ultra competitive with you still playing in the number seven jersey mm. or wherever it wherever it may be. Mm. Um he may be, you know, central to that new coach's plans moving forward. So yeah, I, I don't think they'll jump the gun. Mm. I really don't think they'll jump the gun unless Ben Hunt is is that unhappy with the decision. Um and and he doesn't really have too much concern or care about who's coming in as new coach and he just wants out of there. I, I think they'll just wait and see for yeah, you know, the plans of the new coach. Because they're in this really, I guess, precarious position where you've got Sullivan, a budding seven that wants game time. You've got a moan, another half that wants game time. 
And so you'd, it's going to be a tough call of, you know, do we put Ben Hunt in the known role and give these guys, you know, the future or, or do we let one of them go and allow them to, you know, explore their careers elsewhere? It's, mm. it's, a, it's a really tough position their roster balance is in at the moment. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. They've, um, it's, it's hard to juggle all of those players at the moment and to be able to give them all game time without mm. someone missing out somewhere. Mm. Um, so, you know, as, do they go down that line of, of complete restructure of their, of their best 17 and they go youth mm. and go for long-term building towards a premiership or does Ben Hunt stay a part of their plans? Look, if I'm, <laughs> I'm being completely honest here and I've said this over the last few weeks, if he's not a part of this lineup, this Dragons lineup this year, like they get beat by 40 nearly every game. Yeah. So he's a huge part of, of their team and, and the most important player in their side. So you'd be mad to leave him out. Mm. But, you know, you just don't know. You just don't know moving forward with who they appoint and, and, and what their thoughts are. Uh, how long – pick your brain here, Cappy. How long do they wait until they appoint – I know you don't want to rush these things, but you don't want to be at the end of this season – and still not have an answer. You want to, you want to make a decision relative, like sooner rather than later, don't you? Yeah. Well, I think the Craig Bellamy coming out publicly and saying he's staying another year at the Storm has given them more breathing room. I think that if <laughs> Bellamy had have you know delayed longer, it would have been yeah. a quite stressful situation for them. Yeah. I, I think you try to get it done. Not you know as you said, you don't want to rush it, but you want to get in the market asap, and you want to start sitting down players and go. The new mm. coach sitting down players and go, you are a part of my plans, you aren't a part of my plans, and get yes. the salary cap back into sh- shape. So I would honestly probably say the sooner the better. I just got a text here. Can mm. we give any insight into likely replacement Jason Rolls? Have you had anything to do with Rollsy? Yeah, well, I, I was actually I, – I played with Rollsy um, at the Melbourne Storm. Uh, when he when he come down there, this is going back uh, quite some time, about a decade ago now. So, um, yeah, former teammate. And also he was an assistant coach there for quite some time. And, and um, yeah, look, he, he's fantastic um, at his job. I, you know, having worked under Craig Bellamy for numerous years, did a little bit of work with Eddie Jones as well with the English rugby side. Um, so learned a little bit, um, of, you know, different ways to, to do things with prepara- as far as preparation and, and training and, and all these different types of things. Um, and now, obviously, at the at the Roosters under Trent Robinson, uh, you know he's learned from you know some quality coaches, quality senior coaches who have been doing it from a long time, and I think he's ready to go. I I think he's you know he's been waiting, well not waiting, but you know I think he's been waiting patiently for an opportunity to to go somewhere. Whether whether you know that that Melbourne job was his priority or not, I, I'm not too sure to be honest. But the, I guess the Dragons role now that's that's popped up and, and his name being attached with it quite strongly, I can understand why. He lives in the, he lives in the area. He's from the area. He's he's a former Dragons player, so he knows he knows the organisation. He knows the footy club. He knows what they're about. He knows the community as well. Um, so he's got you know very close ties to to that football organisation. Um, and I think he would go in there with some, you know, some pretty strong plans for the club moving forward. Yeah, and I will say, I know Dragons fans, it feels a bit doom and gloom right now, but it wouldn't take much to get a lot of, because the the Red V is so historical in rugby league, and I know mm. every club feels like they are, but I mean the Red V especially, it is, you know, it's got such a history in rugby league. It wouldn't take that much 
to get them back on the path of hype and hope and all yeah. of all that, you know, half a season or some recruitment. Look at the Bulldogs. Like, for example, yep. Bulldogs, perfect example. They're sitting essentially at the bottom of the ladder, yet there's still hope and excitement because there's plans in place. There's young guys coming through. And I think the Dragons, they're not far off that as well. It's just a matter of finding the right people in the right places. Yeah. And, mate, we've seen a lot of, like, a handful of the teams that struggled, say, in, in 21 and 22, that they're, they're slowly making changes now. Mm. And, and and improvements and and really from a fan's point of view that's all you want to see yeah you just want to see your team improving you know each week or each month or year on year like look at the Broncos now mm. like it talk about doom and glo- doom and gloom oh, right. like they've come from the very very bottom where they picked up a wooden spoon last year they they were going strongly they were going along nicely fell off a cliff and now sitting well they were top of the ladder until last week. Mm. You know, and and look at the excitement around that footy club at the moment. So, things can change quickly. You just need to be smart with the way you you go about building your roster and have the right person in charge at the top to get the very very best out of the players. Now we're going to head to the break. After the break, we got a bunch to talk about. Uh, we're going to have an injury update. Uh, thanks to VictorSports.com.au, and then we're also going to talk about your mate Craig Bellamy re-signing with the Storm. <laughs> See you on the other side.